take it easy, okay, just take another one Just take it easy, okay, just get another Just get another, just get another shot I'm pushing in your forehead, I'm busting bubble gum Get it summer warm and everybody having fun Now I like to call it R here, where's my area? Only when you're speaking. Okay. I just want to say hello to my. Well, I put it on now so we can just say hello because we haven't joined yet. So just say hello to the early people. So, um, George, guys, do you want to. No, no, no. You first introduce yourself to everyone and everyone will quickly introduce before we start. So you go first. Hi, right, morning, guys. Well, afternoon, morning, <laughs> good day. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know where you guys are or what time it is, but here in Jamaica it is morning. Good morning everyone. I am I'm Christopher Wilson, you guys can call me Chris or C Wills. Uh, I'm from Jamaica. I'm from Jamaica. I am a um, operations coordinator slash operations manager at C Mix Jamaica Limited. Produce lime, hydrated lime, cement, those sort of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy building businesses. I enjoy teaching financial education. Yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell, guys. Okay, nutshell. guys, whilst you're waiting, just quickly, just briefly introduce yourself. Briefly. Um, I was first. My name is Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm your host for today, actually, Chris. So nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us early in the morning. Um, I'm Tiffany's mother and um, I work in recruitment at a consultancy firm. I felt like that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> Reverend, you did a lot. You did a lot. <laughs> yeah, hi Chris, I'm Eileen, Reverend Eileen. It's, it's five o'clock in the evening. <laughs> Can I ask what part of Jamaica are you from? Me, I'm in Kingston. Oh, lovely. Nice. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Oh, nice. Country. Country. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Chris. Um. Joshua. Um. Hey, Chris. Um. Josh. Um. Auntie. Or doctor. Sorry, I'm not here. So. Is a mentor of mine, and that's how I got to know about yeah, the okay, she, She's not missing, but um, I currently am an investment banker at Barclays. So yeah, it's similar to me, I just like to kind of give back with what I've learned and what I've experienced. Uh, it's quite fun. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. Nice to meet you. Brilliant. So, um, what's the time now? Can I go Excellent. Okay. Chris, where's, where's my ticket? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been to Jamaica before. How was it there? Thank you, everybody, for joining. I like that. Okay, can we start with everyone muting their mics, please? <laughs> hmm. um, 
is lovely. So if everyone can mute their mic and videos and we'll get started. Okay, so thank you. First of all, thanks. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in to join in for our monthly inspiration for webinar. I'm your host for today. My name is Deborah Shamoye. Um, I'm a graduate from the University of Nottingham and I work at OCMC and I work in the program. Um, and I'm proud to mention that the founder of Yak and K is my godmother, Dr. Lundy. Um, the speaker today will be Raphael, who will be speaking on the title Quarantine or Not, Give Your Brain as Much Attention as You Do Your Hair. He will introduce himself in a second just before his presentation, but just some housekeeping rules. Um, please, mics and videos, um, turn, turn them off. Um, only the speakers, myself and Raphael and Antitoyan towards the end, can have them on. Um, lastly, we will be recorded as this will go on the Yap and K YouTube. Um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and you're also following us on Twitter. Um, it's Yak and K on YouTube and also Yak and K on Twitter. Um, the Yak and K in capitals, the N is lowercase. Um, and lastly, if you have any questions, feel free to put it in the group chat. Yeah, just put it in the group chat here or on WhatsApp and I'll be here and I'll be reading it and I'll um, speak. Um, before we start, as it's tradition, we would like to start with an open prayer. Would anyone like to volunteer? I can jump on. Um, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the session. Um, as Deborah um, rightly said, uh, we always like to start with Christ. So wherever you are, if you're believers, if not, you can just observe some a moment. Um, close your eyes, be like, bow your heads, and just bring it um, to God and bring it to Christ. Oh Lord, our Heavenly Father, we are children just want to say thank you for bringing us here today. We thank you for this gathering. We thank you for these uh, talks. Um, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for the situation that we're in, and we're seeing a lot more improvements in the UK with regards to the, the COVID-19 environment that we're in. Um, we thank you for health, we thank you for your provision, and we thank you for this blessing that we're able to, to gather today and learn about such things. Uh, we just want to bring, uh, put forward the speaker into your hands, O oh Lord. Um, whatever anyone will be speaking on, especially Raphael, we pray that it will not be from his knowledge, but inspired by you, Lord. Uh, we pray that you use him as a vessel for your glory. Um, and we also put the, the ears that will listen into your hands as well. We pray that we listen to fully hear um, the message that is being bestowed upon us, O oh Lord. We pray that as we are here today, we shouldn't, um, the way we have come isn't the way we should go. Uh, we should be renewed and we should take from this, O oh Lord, and it should be better, uh, the betterment for your, for your glory. Uh, we pray that we come back and we learn some things and we implement them in the right way. Um, at the end of it, all the glory and all the thanks and all the praise will be to you. Um, so once again, we say thank you um, and, and we put today into your hands. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Josh. So now I'm going to hand it over to Raphael. Take over. Okay, guys. Um, thank you very, very much for tuning in. Um, I don't know if you're going to grab your, your teas or your coffees. Um, or your waters or your glass of wine if you do grab the glass of wine don't drink too much okay uh, maybe when i come off then enjoy indulge but for now just have 
have one glass okay um, also as well just for those who don't know um, please mute when you can it's just the at the bottom it's like a microphone it's got a slash there if you can just mute it I will be asking some questions or some fellowship so when you want to speak just unmute and then please mute back thank you so I just wanted to go straight in with um, what is the most important thing in life can someone uh, tell me or in other words what's the most valuable thing uh, in your life can can someone uh, tell me that Did someone say air? Okay, thank you. Air? Okay. Anyone else? Air is very important. I mean, if <laughs> if we didn't have air, we wouldn't breathe. So that's definitely important. Anyone else? Can someone tell me? Salvation. Salvation. Okay. That's definitely another thing. Without salvation and God's favor, in my opinion, we wouldn't be where we are today, like right now. So salvation. Okay. Anyone else can tell me another, the most valuable thing that we, we, we can't take away? Don't be shy, guys. Uh, Raphael, it's been said already on the chat, but I can confirm that faith in God is the most important person in my life. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much for, for everything you've said, guys. When I ask these questions, bear in mind, this is not a test. There is no yes or no's. There's no right answer. There's no, oh, you're wrong. So uh, thank you very much, guys, for that. What I want to explain in terms of the most valuable thing on earth, should I say, is time. Time. The reason why is it's something that once it's gone, we can't get back. So someone uh, said air, air is a really good one. Um, salvation, all of them are great. With salvation, we were born in sin. So when it comes to that, we can actually ask for forgiveness and get that back if we repent. But with time, time keeps on going forward. It moves forward no matter what circumstances we're in, um, whether it's rainy, whether it's snow, whether it's sun, time keeps on going. So I just wanted to say a fun fact today that there's 8,760 hours in a year. When I, when I saw this today, I was like, wow, that's not a lot. So say, for example, uh, 70 years. So don't worry, guys, I'm not going to ask you to calculate this. I've already done it. Um, if, we, if we times that by 70 years, which is sort of the average uh, person uh, lives for 70 years, uh, for example, that's almost uh, over half a mil. So that's 613,000. Uh, so now, just to give you a perspective, if you can put that in pounds, so say you were saving one pound every year until 70 years, that's how much you would have. Now, you could say that is quite a lot of money, but for 70 years, that's really not a lot. So just a disclaimer for today, I won't be taking much of your time. And if you guys are not in a state uh, or position where you feel you're not ready to learn or absorb information today, I really advise you to log off today. Honestly, um, this is not 
being rude to anybody or I wouldn't take any offense. I'm actually uh, helping you because you spending this hour today and you're not in that state, you're wasting an hour where you could put it or you could invest in something else, whether it be, you know, God forbid you're stressed out at the moment and you don't need to hear information. You just need to sit down and watch Netflix. It's actually more valuable right now for you to log off, sit down, shut the world out and watch what you want to watch because today is about economics and about happiness and the mental state of mind. So I do say again, if you're not in the mood or you're not in that state of mind, please log off. So what do I mean by state of mind? Uh, I mean, it's a particular condition that someone or something is in at a specific time. So today is a great time to learn something valuable. And I appreciate everybody who is still on right now. You've actually accomplished 50% of the goal. What do I mean? I mean, when you turn up to something, that's 50% done. And most of us actually do that. The, the only issue is uh, with human nature is we tend not to execute. So we would download an ebook to read about investment, for example. Um, when we download it, we may read a few pages and then the rest of the pages, somehow we get distracted in life and we don't finish. This happens all the time. So again, unfortunately today, I'm gonna give a lot of people some information today, um, but unfortunately most of the people will feel motivated, will feel great, but then after this uh, video chat, they won't execute knowing, even though they know it would help them in the future or their children, it's just human nature. So be proud of yourself that you've come 50%. And if you do execute, really be proud of yourself because there are a lot of distractions. There's a lot of noise going on in this world. So why have I decided to have this talk? Um, I do realize, and I've heard there are a lot of people, not only in the UK, I have prepared this mostly for the UK, but if there is any information uh, across the globe um, that you need to know wherever you are, whether it's Jamaica or whether it is in the UK or, you know, if it's in America or Nigeria, wherever you are and you need more information because time is of essence. So I, I really have to break this down in a basic way. Uh, feel free to contact the Yakin K team um, and I will definitely send over any information anyone needs. Now, the basic information I'm giving is to do with credit. And most of you know about credit. So if you know this information already, uh, please be patient with the people who don't know. Um, and hopefully there are some stuff you can learn. And maybe in the near future, you guys who already know can teach me some things because I am still also in the learning process. But one thing I have realized, uh, me coming from, as you would call it, the streets, I've made many mistakes. And with those mistakes, I've realized when it comes to, sorry, um, that for the new people that have just come in, the new people that have just come in, if you can please mute your, uh, your uh, audio, it's just at the bottom left hand side, uh, just please mute that for us, thank you very much. Um, so as I was saying, coming from the streets, I've noticed 
what happens uh, with a lot of youths is, is what we call survival mode. Um, and from my experience, when someone is in survival mode, morals come out of the window. What do I mean? It's like, uh, you know, if someone's ribs are touching, they're not going to think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do good today. They need to eat or they need to feed their family or they, they, they in, a, in a state of mind where morals and doing the right thing, they're not thinking about. All they're thinking is, I need to eat today. If I don't eat today, I may die. So the idea of today is just trying to learn the basics for even you to go home and, and teach your friends and also teach your, your family or whoever's around you um, so that the youths that are coming up, they don't need to be in a state of survival. Excuse me, my uh, throat's getting dry. Let me take a sip. So I just wanted to put again in perspective to you, like, aren't you tired of, of seeing your brothers uh, being buried? There's too many statistics. Hence why I'm on here um, honoring Dr. Toyin for taking up such uh, a, a big responsibility and having the consistency to run uh, an organization like this successfully uh being consistent and also showing growth in 10 years is, is i would say it's not a straightforward thing but she is doing it and and by god's grace she's going to take this uh further and further and the team as well i really thank you guys for being a part of this um, and taking it to to the next steps again just because i said fellow brothers for the young ones out there who who can relate it's also our sisters as well. So, you know, brothers are doing it physically, but sisters are doing it verbally. Uh, and since we're, we come from a spiritual background, as uh, Josh, great prayer. So, so someone like him would understand that, you know, the, the tongue is a two-edged sword. So you don't need to kill someone physically. You can kill them verbally. It is that simple. So my point is the females as well, learning these type of things, they can educate their their brother as in their siblings they can educate their fellow sisters as well um so please just have this on board because me personally i'm tired of seeing mothers and aunties burying their sons like it's it, it's enough now and i feel one of the solutions is teaching people economics so that they can go out in the world and they don't need to go to crime they know how to build a business so we're gonna Go straight into it, guys. While I'm fixing this up, can you just think about what knowledge is? Um, and then I'm going to ask you guys what knowledge is. Okay. So can anyone in the, in the room today just give a few shouts on what they feel uh, knowledge is while I set myself up? freedom because when you know things you're able to maneuver yourself to a better position in a way 
Okay, knowledge is freedom. I like that one. Anybody else? Any other ideas? Power. Knowledge is power. 100. I like that one. Yes. Now, all of them are right, guys. Knowledge is just a branch. So when, when you say power, is, sorry, is, is that Elizabeth that said power? Yes. And when you say power, could you give me or anybody else another version? So what does power, what I'm trying to ask is what's power mean in today's society? What is another thing of power? Like what gives someone power? Um, I would say influence or authority. Authority. And um, the people who have authority, what do they mainly have? Influence. Good. And people with influence, what do they normally have? There's, there's things that they normally have that, uh, unfortunately, the poor don't have. Who said that? Fantastic. Fantastic. Look, everybody that's um, answered, can you please do me a favour? Um, we, we, I have a movement called IOU um, and we do t-shirts. Um, so everyone who's answered uh, and had the, had the strength to answer, I appreciate you. Can you please, um, after this talk, just give your details to the Yak and K team with where you want the t-shirt to be posted, if you want one, and also the size as well. Um, I'm, I'm giving that out for free because I really appreciate it takes a lot to say stuff um, and you guys are amazing so please please don't forget if you want a t-shirt but yes that's correct money money is or in, in other words profit profit is the new uh, I would say power because anybody who has money can influence. Now, people do say, and I'm not going to get into this debate, people say, you know, money is the root of all evil. Personally, I don't think it's the root of all evil. I think it's the people, because if you put money in, in a room right now and you just left the money in there, money won't do anything. They're not going to go, oh, okay, let's go and do some evil today. Money is just uh, a commodity. It's just a, a, an object. But now if you put two people in that room, one may make a choice to do evil to keep all the money and the other one may be thinking yeah let's split it or do a business so it's actually the people who choose um and i'm giving away these t-shirts to the people who who mentioned some stuff today because they made the choice to say okay i'm not going to be shy today or i'm gonna contribute today so i really appreciate that so going into my main point now because i don't want to waste anyone's time and talking 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 it comes to a point where nobody's really listening so i'm gonna go into just main factors of what to do and what to look out for when it comes to credit i know a lot of people want to take out mortgages uh, want to take out cars it also leads down to you know young people who are in university who may have taken out a, like a phone bill um, and what they don't realize is when they hit my age or older, because they've missed payments or they haven't, you know, done like taken, they've taken out the credit in the wrong way, it's going to affect them. And they may have to spend the next five to seven years before they can take a mortgage out or before they can do a business or they will have to try and use someone else's name 
and we don't really want to get into this situation. Sorry, Deborah, can um can everyone see me and can can they see the board? Um, I can see you. I can see the board. Um, if you wanna like bring the camera a bit closer so we can see the handwriting. I mean, I'm, yeah, that should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Good stuff. All right. Cool. If you can't see the handwriting, I'll let you know. Thank you. What I will do is just write at the just at the top and then rub it out and then write, rewrite again. Bear in mind, guys, if you don't have a pen and paper, that is fine. Take a screenshot. And if you can't, again, ask for this with the Yak and K team and I'll, I'll be more than willing to send this off. So let's get started. So it's just 12 points and then we're going to go into some Q&A because I don't want to chat for too long, you know. So the first thing we want to do The first thing we want to do, which is very important, is know your score. And all that means is when you when you are ready to take out a loan for a business or, you know, a mortgage, a car, a phone bill, or there's things going wrong with your credit that you're very unsure of, you want to know your score. How do you know your score? There's uh, good websites, but I recommend Experian. There's also one called uh, Equity, um, and there's another one called Equifax. But I use Experian, they're really good because they give you a full report. Now you may have to pay, but they do a free trial for 30 days. So nearer to the time you wanna apply for whatever you need to, or you want to check your credit report, I advise you to do it nearer to the time so that you can um, apply for free and then you can cancel at any time so you don't need to pay. Now what this will do is tell you all the debts you have or missed payments or CCJs and it will tell you your credit score. So don't be scared to, to face this fear. Um, it's better knowing than not knowing. That's why I kind of said before, knowledge is power. So once you know where you are at, you will know what to do next. So we're gonna move on to the second one. which is gov.uk. So if you are not on the register to vote, I advise you to do this literally as soon as we come off. Because um, what lenders will do is they will check your, when they check your, your, your report, the first thing or one of the first things they check is to see if you're registered. And if you're not, they won't give you that you basically be rejected. And the reason why is they want to make sure they know, okay, this person lives at this address, so they have some source of security. So definitely, if you, if you want to register, you just go on gov.uk. Bear with me, guys, I'm just drinking some water. And for those who, who can't register for one reason or another, you can also put yourself on the residency uh, credit report. And how you do that, you just go on to Experian and then apply. Um, and they will ask for like a passport, a driving license and a utility bill. That way it's just proven to the lenders when they see your report that, okay, um, this person lives at this address. So definitely do that guys. 
we're going to move on to number three. It's self-explanatory, but again, <clears throat> people really do this. I've done this before when I was younger in uni. Um, missing payments is very important. As this is especially when you are actually going to apply for something. Again, if it's a loan or a phone or or something really big like a business or a mortgage, you don't want to miss payments because, God forbid, you miss a payment it will stay on your report for six months uh, to 12 months. So that will show the lenders, okay, they're not responsible with money, meaning that, you know, they're not paying on time. So if you know that you're not responsible right now to take a credit, but you want to take credit to build your credit score, I advise you to be in a position where, okay, you know you're financially stable to some point. Uh, but don't miss payments, honestly, because it will stay there for long. All right, we're going to move on to number four. <clears throat> so, partner or flatmate. Now, I'm not here to ruin any relationships with your friends or with your husband or wife, boyfriend or girlfriend, okay? But just be aware uh, to not do joint accounts. What do I mean? It's like, say, for example, especially for the young ones, you're going to uni and you guys, you know, uh, book like a big house and, and split the, the rooms and split the, uh, the utility payments and the rent you want to be careful if you're doing a joint account when you're paying utility bills uh, jointly. The reason why I say that is because when lenders check your report and it's joint, say for example, your friend uh, or your partner has a bad score, bad report, they have rights uh, by law to not only check your report, but also check theirs because it's joint and it would actually affect yours. Another thing is vice versa. If you know you have a bad score, you can also affect your partner or your friend because if they're going to apply for something, they will check your score and obviously you know, guys. So if you know this is happening, uh, this will affect you. Uh, this is the reason why maybe you're getting rejections. So the best thing is to really honestly de-joint yourself as soon as possible. Uh, but I'm, I'll leave it to you, to you guys to, to know how to deal with that because today is not about ruining relationships. But you've got to bear in mind that they are allowed to check uh, not only your, your score, but also whoever you're joint with. So I'm just going to wrap this up. And then we're just going to move on to number five. So quotation, guys. So when you're applying, it could be even when it comes to a, a phone. When you're applying for specific things, um, you have the right to ask for a quotation uh, quote or a soft check, as we also call it. All that really means is... 
simple drugs like that. All that really means is basically when they do the check, it won't uh, report onto your to your actual report. So, for example, you want to take out a phone and you ask them, can you do a soft check um, and you get rejected. That won't be on your credit report. So if you're going to another place to apply, they won't be able to see that. Whereas if they're doing a hard check on you, if you, you get rejected, it will be on there. Meaning if you keep on, keep on going, keep on going, it's really bad for you to do that. So definitely ask them if they can do a soft check first, or usually they will say, it, but if I was you, I would preempt that and just say, look, can you do a soft check first? All right. Okay. Number six, if you guys are rejected, please, please, please always go back and check your credit uh, report on Experian, for example. Always check because you may, something may happen where you didn't realize, okay, that's the reason why I'm being rejected. Maybe there was a mispayment or sometimes, unfortunately for some people, they will have uh, what we call misdetails, meaning someone might have used their identity and then that's gone on their, their report, or it might be false identity or they have some information wrong. For example, the address they've put on the report is not the address you live at. So you would manually have to call that company, that merchant or that lender and say, look, this is, this is not where I live. I need you to remove this off of my report. Um, but always check. And just another gem, especially for the young ones, even the old, one, uh, old people too, is to always understand that no matter how many times you check your report, the lenders don't know. So if you're checking it every day, every year, I would recommend you check it once a month. They don't know how many times you check it and it doesn't affect your credit score. Okay. So we're going to move on to seven. So don't withdraw. <clears throat> if you're taking out, uh, if you're applying or you have a credit card already, I advise you not to withdraw. And after, after this talk, because of time, again, I don't want to bombard you guys with a lot of information. It's just to spark this, especially for the young ones so that they're going into the future knowing, okay, I need my credit score to be right, especially those who want to do business or apply for a mortgage when they're older or they have, you know, long-term goals. I will basically give you five credit cards that you can, you can actually apply for, especially those as well who already know that their credit score is poor and it's very hard for them to, to apply for a credit card to build up their score because that's the main way you'd have to build up your, your credit score to actually take out a credit card and show that you're responsible with payments for a, for maybe three to 12 months. But don't withdraw ever from the ATM, 
from your credit card. The reason why is as soon as you withdraw the APR, they will charge you straight away. Okay. Um, also as well, they will charge you a withdrawal fee. And on top of that, it, it just doesn't make sense. So when you're paying back the amount that you've used the credit card for, they will also charge you on top withdrawal fees and on top APR. And again, we're not trying to waste money here. The idea is to save our money and also build our credit score so then we can do other things, uh, bigger goals, okay? So moving on to eight. Following up from what I was saying, those who have a poor score, and I've seen this habit happen, like I said, it's happened to me before, I've seen it happen, you know, a child, unfortunately, maybe the parents don't know or we haven't been taught, like I was saying in the beginning with economics in our community, um, and that's why I feel a lot of people are doing certain things they shouldn't, it's just because to them, they feel like they don't have any other choice. And school is not something they want to do. There's a lot of uh, brothers and sisters out here who maybe they have an amazing creative idea. They have the creativity, but they don't have the business system. And I don't want to get into politics, but with school, unless someone's trying to be uh, like a lawyer or, or you know, a doctor or a scientist, which is amazing, they don't really have... Um, courses in schools especially from secondary school teaching how to look after money or how to start a business maybe they're transferring now but i'm not going to get into the politics anyway the trend i've seen is that from from a young age you go to uni you take out a phone you miss payments um and then you just realize that there's so much bad stuff on the score until you until someone gets older and then they're going through certain debt problems. So a way to rebuild, they actually have what we call a rebuild card. Um, what they do is like a last chance uh, for people to prove that, okay, in the past, I was terrible, irresponsible with credit cards. My report is terrible. I'm being rejected by all these companies. Well, take this out, rebuild card, um, and it will give you a chance to pay back. Now only again, I really say this, especially for the young ones, please, 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 my name and reputation is on the line. So I'm teaching you these things, but if you know you're not ready yet, don't take a credit card. Reason being, I don't want you to take a credit card and then be irresponsible with it and then say, oh, Raphael or Raphael said, yeah, um, you know, it's fine to take one out and, and the parents are like, who, who the hell told you to, to be doing this? So only be ready when you know you're responsible to make payments. If you're not, then don't listen to this, like literally log off, okay? But if you are ready, this is the best way to build your score so you can do business properly. So we're gonna move on to nine. And again, for those who have just logged in, don't worry about, you know, trying to write this down. 
or screenshot if you want to that's fine but again you can ask the yak and k team and i'll be willing to just send a pdf file to you about all of this and more information if people are more interested but this is more for people who i would say mature not old let me use a better word mature you know um the rental exchange scheme this is really good because our, when people have a mortgage it, it the reports if they miss payments or they make payments it goes onto your credit report however those who are renting maybe it might be a flat or a council there's a new scheme which happened in i think 2016 where you're able to put your rent uh, payments on your report this is a really good way for people who want to take out another mortgage or going into businesses or want their credit score to be built quicker because now you're showing the lender when they when they see that okay this person is very responsible uh paying their rent for x amount of years or months so we'll definitely be happy to give them money or to give them that car or whatever you're applying for that phone that mortgage whatever it is okay but again if you know you're terrible with with payments um with your rent which is fine everybody has their own circumstances everybody knows their own secrets right now don't go on this because it will if you miss a payment like i said before it will look bad on your report so we're gonna go on to just three more guys okay So just three more and then we're gonna go into Q&A. Like I said, I don't wanna bombard everyone with, with a lot of information. Um, payday loans, uh, please, please, I beg you guys, avoid payday loans, especially if you're trying to build your credit score. I, again, this is a mistake I've done before taking out payday loan. Now, some of us here may be struggling with money um, I advise you to either take the rebuild card and then, you know, pay off of that. And then from paying off of there, especially if you know, okay, my money's not going to come until two weeks time, then you'll know, okay, if I use the rebuild card that way, um, I can pay that off. But if you take a payday loan, there's two reasons. Their APR, the interest is extortion. It's terrible. Like it's very expensive and people can find themselves in a trap trying to pay that off and then the interest builds it's compound building and the second thing lenders hate seeing this when they see this it's like a red flag they just hate seeing it so honestly what i'm going to do now is, is is really bad no payday loans please avoid that okay So the next thing is uh, cancel. What do I mean by cancel? So many of us, I actually did this last week. I had a Halifax card that I was going to use for business, but because of the uh, pandemic at the moment, that business is not going to run. It just doesn't make sense right now. And there are a lot of people who have started businesses or had business ideas they wanted to start. And logically they've opened a, uh, a, a business card or a, uh, a bank card if you know you're not using it for any reason cancel them if you have quite a few for lenders it, it looks a bit 
funny to them. They, they think it may be fraud or why is someone taking out so many cards? Um, so if you know you're not using them, cancel them. Another th a good thing to do is say, for example, you have a limit of, I don't know, £2,000 or £10,000 on a credit card. Uh, call them and lower the, the, the amount. So if it's 10,000, lower it to five. Lenders love to see this because again, it's showing that you're responsible with money, that you don't need that amount. You can have that amount, but you don't need it. Another gem that I want to give out before we end this is also the idea, no matter your limit, is to use 20%. If you go over, it may make your credit score go down. Or decrease so you want to use 20% you know of how much you're using and you also want to make sure that you're paying it off straight away try to avoid um, how can I say try to avoid paying the minimum amount so you use the credit card for one month for example and you spend on that credit card 50 pounds and you knew you had to pay that next month rather than waiting till the whole month comes and you pay the minimum amount the idea is to pay all of it off straight away so if i was you i would know that okay i'm gonna buy eggs in the morning and and bread for example i don't know why i said those items but i said it is my is my space today so eggs and bread um and you already know you have that money already so what you will do is instead of using your debit or visa card, you will use your credit card and then leave it for a few days and use the money you already have to pay it off straight away. That's what will increase your credit score fast. So now you can apply for the things again that you want to apply for. So the last one. So the last one is savings. I know a lot of people have savings right now for holidays um, and for only God knows what they, they want or maybe just to, to for emergencies. But it will be really good if you can use not all of your savings, but a, a, a considerable amount to pay off some of your debt. Lenders like to see, OK, it's showing the lender, OK, you're really trying to pay off these debts if you do especially if there are a few things that you really really want to apply for so these are the main 12 to start off with honestly guys and again i hope this has been you know uh some good information for you i know there are people here already that know about this stuff uh the problem i'm finding especially with the users they're not executing so especially if you're a parent as well on the flip side and you know this stuff don't be afraid to teach your children these things from the ages of nine. Um, it's really important. And the reason why I'm saying this, we had a, a, a talk before we started this today um, about the changes. We're not gonna go back to the norm. Um, and just be aware, we may have a second wave of lockdown. And I've, be, I've gone out a few times in the kind of scene people I've seen a few people live in a situation where they feel that things are going to go back to normal or going to be okay. They will be eventually, but what we need to do is prepare ourselves and adapt to the new world because technology is going to take over, which a lot of you already know when it comes to, um, you know, trying to phone a company, 
and you're talking on this machine for how long and they're asking for your postcode you've given it five times and the, the machine is telling you oh you know is this the postcode and it's the wrong one we're living in a day and age now humans are are, are separating from each other and a and i a, a and i excuse me are taking over so this alone is something that we should already know by the ages of honestly in my opinion 12. so to the parents who already know this or or found this valuable don't be afraid to teach them and i know as a parent myself it may be sometimes quite concerning to teach a child at such a young age about you know taking a credit card because in our heads we've had maybe bad experience or we know the effect if it goes wrong but i would rather have my child prepared for the world so when they do that in the world they know these things they know these tools rather than going out in the world not having the right weapons or armor and god forbid you know um they meet a wrong friend or they get into a situation and make the wrong decisions i'll rather than be prepared and they know this is why i'm saying to you guys knowledge is power um, and this is why I was saying that from the flip side of knowledge is power, all of us know knowledge. The problem is we don't apply it. This is why I was saying a lot of you today, unfortunately, I've showed you something that you know your credit score is poor and you know that you need to change things around. But unfortunately, you won't do it. It's, it's human nature and I'm not, I'm not angry about it. There's many things myself that I know I need to execute straight away. But what I'm trying to say is if we don't understand economics and teach our children coming up for the next generation we're just going to continue to see a cycle a cycle especially with the black community um a cycle of you know we teach them to to be in the house um we feed them we give them you know go to school uh they go to school and we try help them the best way but we're not teaching them economics we're not teaching them how to make money for themselves when you go to school they don't i don't know now but i'm just saying for me they didn't teach me about tax they didn't teach me if you're going to make fifty thousand and above you don't get taxed 20 percent anymore you get taxed 40 percent. so we need to teach our children ways of how to do certain things because from the streets when i was younger and i'm just trying to picture a young boy who has uh you know an amazing future ahead of him if I was him in his head, I'm just thinking, well, if I'm going to do a business and they're going to take almost half of my money, I might as well just stay in the streets and keep my money. But if we teach them these things to know, OK, well, yeah, that's true, but you can do this. You can do that. There's other options. I'm telling you guys, young boys, especially in the streets, won't have time to be stabbing each other honestly they won't have the time because all they're thinking about is well i made twenty thousand in this month today and obviously i want to make more and they get a call maybe from someone they used to hang with they'll be like no i don't, I don't have the time today I, i'm trying to get that new ferrari next year you know it, it's a difference with money this is why i'm i know people understand that okay you know money is the root of all evil but to me all it is is a tool it's a convenience tool to help us get to A to B. For example, if we needed, for example, now you guys are on here today. I'm going to close, by the way. You guys are on here today. Um, if you didn't have the money to buy a phone, 
or your Wi-Fi or to pay your bill for, for, for data, you wouldn't be here today. So money is just a tool. Once we understand that money is just a tool to get us from A to B, we can really, really work together. There's so much more I want to say and teach and show. But if we don't know the basics, I can't or other people can't help because we're teaching these brothers and sisters, especially the youths. But in their head, they're like, well, I'm in debt. I've just gone to uni, student loans. I'm in debt. So you're telling me do all these things and, and you know, but at the same time, I'm in debt. So there's a lot of things that we need to just reverse financially. And I really believe once we have the youths knowing about finance and showing that it's proven that they can make money a different way, things will really change for us. So um, I'm just going to end it there. I'm going to take a seat. Okay. I hope this was really valuable for everyone. Um, and uh, if we can go into any Q&A, that'd be great. Um, I just want to say first, um, thank you so much. I thought that was very insightful and um, very needed because um, I grew up and I didn't know much about loans and stuff like that. So, you know, when I wanted to get my own first, you know, like loan and stuff, it was a lot of what do I do? Do I have a credit score? Like, where do I check? Like those, there was just so much. And I did, honestly didn't know like who to go to because all my friends my age, they don't really none of us really know how it's working out so um it's nice to hear it and I agree I think it's our job our, like you know our generation to learn so that when we have kids you know we get them on the bandwagon from early and they know what to do so um the question I want to ask you is you know when did you when was you first interested interested in all of this and when did you know that it was like it should be your job to kind of alert other people like um to be honest, uh, so I know I didn't really give myself a little background, but uh, I, I grew up, my dad sort of left when I was around 12 to, in Sierra Leone. Um, luckily for me, I was raised, um, I, I don't know if people are aware, hopefully they are, uh, by one of my uncles. He was like my father figure. Um, so I was taught in church um, and I just always used to look at him, up to him because he used to pick me up and his uh, sons together and he used to have a ferrari a red ferrari and in peckham at that age uh it's very because i'm 31 now so i'm trying to get the adults to understand like because five pound was a lot back then five pounds yeah. nothing right now so imagine back then five pound was a lot but i had an uncle who picked me up on weekends who had a red ferrari all legit nothing crazy all legit um, so things like that, it was always in front of me, like um, money is, is cool and I had that type of lifestyle. But at the same time, I think with parents, what I've realized, their generation has been a situation of, you know, they've come from their grandparents who really struggled to get to this country. Then our parents' generation was like, okay, our kids, we just need to get them into school. Yeah. And I felt what was lacking with that generation, as in our, our uncles, aunties, was they just didn't teach us uh, these type of things. Mm. I don't, for one reason or the other. Not to say it's a bad thing, but mm. I think it's now, so my age, responsibility now to take what uh, our parents and our grandparents have fought for. Yeah. And now that we've had the opportunity to be in this country, 
to now know these things and teach our kids. So by the time they're our age, they already know about the struggles. They already know about the finances, but now it may be, I don't know, how to survive from a robot. Because like I said, yeah, honestly, people are not ready, but technology is always moving. So exactly. So it's just been a situation where I felt I needed to do this once I um, went into some debt. Thank God I'm out of the debt now, but when it hit me that, oh, okay. And then just surrounding myself. So with these youths, honestly, I know your parents tell you this all the time, but hopefully you will listen a bit more coming from me, or maybe I can say it in a different way. When I'm sure your parents always say to you, friends, be careful of friends, be careful of friends, da 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 da. What they're trying to say in other words is surround yourself with what you want to be so okay if you want to be a criminal that's fine surround yourself with that's if you want to that's your choice but what i'm saying if you want to like be a millionaire or if you want to be a doctor if you want to be an artist or if you want good for yourself you need to hang around with those people and i've seen with yous it's very hard for them to cut certain people off that's been there for them but if you know they're bad, I'm telling you, honestly, you need to cut them off. So, yeah. so yeah. Thank you. Does anyone have, have any questions that you'd like to ask? Um, I'd like to ask in regards um, to one of the things you mentioned about disjointing, you know, if, if you already have some form of joint account, yeah. how is it possible to disjoint and how can you do that? That's a really good question because um, a lot of people, Elizabeth, that um, have been separated for a long time because they've had joint accounts, um, they don't realize till how many years until they apply for something that, oh, I still have this joint um, account and it really affects them. So the best way uh, to do it, you, you can just literally call up that um, merchant or that actual company. You can just call them up or write a letter to them or an email and say, um, I'm not with that person anymore. I would like to dejoint myself. Um, and it's really that easy. But the sooner you do it, the better for, for yourself if their score or your score is really bad. All right, thank you. Um, we have a question here from Stephen Akinsana. Okay. Um, I hope I said that right. Does Raphael have a school program as well as Black History? Um, they should be teaching this in most deprived schools. So are they asking? So are they asking? Do I have a school program? Yeah. Do you have like a program where you, where like, or where you best think you know this kind of teachings could be implemented into like private and deprived areas? That's a really good question because what we're trying to plan um, is I'm building an academy, um, but I have to do it very very smart. So I'm trying to get the best I can uh, professionals and then implement it in a way where, again, it can be for the community. But honestly, the internet is so great now, that depending on the person's age. So if you're if you're really, really young, I would say, and there's no one to look up to or, or ask who, because another advice, another gem, look, always ask um, people information, more of what they're doing. So if someone's a millionaire, ask them, don't ask someone who makes 25,000. They may know, and I'm not saying it's not good to ask them, 
but you're going to get more gems from the person who's actually a millionaire, especially if it's like legal money, because they're doing stuff that no one else knows. For example, if someone's driving a Ferrari and you want to get a Ferrari, you ask that person. You don't ask someone who's driving a banger, right? But to, to his point, if you're young, the best thing to do right now, because I do this, is YouTube. YouTube is the best. For all the adults listening to, if you have time, anything, Google it. How do you want to make Puff Puff? Trust me, YouTube, there's YouTube for everything. So I'll say that for first. Um, and I would also say if there's anybody who's a professional um, who wants to help me with uh, these schemes um, and build a curriculum, um, by all means, please DM me because, again, to, to, to raise a child, it does take a community and there's only so much I know. Um, but putting it inside of schools, let me tell you, I didn't want to get into this conversation, but they asked. It's not going to happen in schools. So just get that out the window, okay? Schools, government is designed for people. It's, it's basically a new prison. It's designed for people to go into school and not know these things. This is the meaning of the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. It's because they don't want you to know. And certain communities or races like the Asian race, because they're the most, um, they're the most richest race, uh, Chinese, by the way, it's because in their family, it's culture, as you were, to teach economics. In African culture, I've noticed, I don't know in, in Nigeria, I haven't lived there, but in the UK, it's not our culture to actually teach our kids. So I'm trying to break that chain so that, you know, when, when we, when they get older, They'll be in the money. They'll be millionaires by the by the time they're like sixteen, hopefully. Um. Okay. So we have taken some questions from King Day. Okay. Um. Does your credit score depend on the price of the bills you're paying for? That's a really good question. So, hopefully, I understand the question. Um. So it doesn't um mean so when you have a credit card and you want to pay for things. Say you have a hundred pounds limit. You don't need to, it's not basically, a, how can I explain? It's not basically the amount you uh, use the credit card, it's the frequency. So if you're paying for fuel like 10 times and then pay that all off, it's better than you You just say, okay, I'm going to pay a whole hundred one payment. It's more about the frequency. I hope that answers his question. If it doesn't answer your question, please um try and reword it and, and I'll, I'll be happy to answer it. And there's another question from Kendi as well. Okay. Is there a way that teenagers can make money without depending on their parents now that there is not many jobs available? You need to move out. Huh? That's, that's the only way. Move out. What what people what kids don't understand these days, which it took me a long time to understand. I think we blame our parents too much. We really do. You have a parent who their parents struggled like slavery is still new and i'm not trying to do the black card here today wait, 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 wait. um she's like 16 mm -hmm. we're talking like teenagers like teenagers. oh teenagers yeah yeah okay cool okay cool so when i mean move out plan to move out the reason why i'm saying move out is because what it's going to do and i know it's a shock to everybody but i'm just giving you the truth it's going to give you a level of mentality 
that's going to be like, whoa, so this is what my mum and my dad went through. Whoa, so this is why my mum's never at home. Whoa, so this is why this and that. Because you're going to feel the pain of you, when you come from school at 16, you're okay, you know, you have food on the table. So the reason why I'm saying prepare yourself, you're 16 now, so I'm not expecting you, but prepare yourself now to move out when you get to a certain age is so that you understand and it will change your mentality of being able to be grateful for the little things. I'm, re I'm really serious because I'm going to go back to my point and answer her question is we blame our parents too much. Our parents have done a lot for us. Like just the fact that they, they give us a house to stay in and they give us food. Like you don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. All right. That's why I said it's my generation. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Saying the move out is a bit drastic, but mm. let's say she's just, like she's just looking for a job in general. Like, mm. she's, not, she's not even just, you know. Yeah. She, the, so, so the reason why I'm still going with what like, I'm saying. Like, so you see, does see the price. Um, other things to do now that this, the job market isn't going to be what it is because of Corona. So mm. places aren't just hiring. What are the other little things that people like kids can get into to sure. help make money without having to, you know? Move out and make yeah. massive things. Because if we're talking about like a 15 year old, mm -hmm. that these aren't things that's going to like, it's going to be available for them. So, what are like small little things, businesses that they can do to make money or like not make money, but you know, give themselves a good credit kind of thing? Yeah, that's true. Now, please don't take what I'm saying out of context, guys. I know that the person who's asking the question now is, is young, so I'm not saying move out now. What I, I'm saying is prepare to move out one day that's what i'm trying to say so prepare yourself whether you're gonna be 22 and ready to move out but prepare yourself but that's what i'm saying please don't take what i'm saying out of context i know the person's young all right but going back to what i'm saying the reason why i'm saying prepare is we take our parents for granted meaning we get too comfortable in there and when we actually do move out at one stage or another we're not prepared for life so this is why i'm saying prepare all right but answering the question it depends what she wants to do to be honest does she do you want to be an entrepreneur do you want to be a doctor it, it depends what she or he wants to do uh, for me to answer that question um and well the question came from kingdom mm -hmm. but i'm sure he'll be able to message you directly just because we've run out of time so Thank you so much for your input. It was it was really nice and refreshing to have this kind of information and I'm sure everyone enjoyed it. And obviously it's been recorded, so we're gonna put it on YouTube and hopefully you'll be able to inspire, you know, other children as well. I mean, I thought I found this very insightful and I'm still like what, 24. So, you know, if it's helpful for me, then it's helpful for other people younger than me. Um, thank you so much. Um, just before we go, I wanna quickly talk to christopher wilson one second sorry yes it is christopher wilson as he will be giving the speech the next speech on i believe the 8th of august feel free to correct me if i'm wrong christopher oh you're right you're right you're on yeah. point so he'll be um talking to us on the 8th of august so if you just want to give us a quick background about who you are you know where you come from and whatnot okay can you can you see me is everybody yeah, all right, I'm, I'm just going to show you something. I'm sitting at my desk here. You guys see this? Yeah. 
rich guy, rich dad guy to invest in. I see this. Right? Yeah. Retire young, retire rich. The problem that I see in the black community and young people is that we don't read. That's the biggest issue. We don't read. I chew through about four to five books every single month. We don't read, so we don't have the knowledge. Bro, Raphael, I loved your presentation because my presentation, as I was saying earlier when I was talking to, um, to Doc, I was telling her that I'll be talking about finances, right? He asked a beautiful question. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember the, the guy's name. He's 16 years old, like, I rem if I remember correctly. When I was 16 years old, I was making 300 US dollars every month while in high school. Guys, if we want to raise the standard, and I'm very pumped, I'm very excited. If we want to raise the standard, we need to raise our, our knowledge base. If we want to do what rich people do, we need to start thinking, acting, and believing like we're rich people. All right? I am Chris Wilson, and um, I live by the philosophy, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can definitely achieve. Right, um, I'm all the way out here in Jamaica. I said earlier, I'm operations coordinator at a, well, at CMEX Jamaica, a cement and aggregates company. Right, and I'm pumped. I'm so excited to be here. Guys, I'll be talking about the next topic. I haven't come up with a, with a title or anything, but I'll be definitely talking about motivation, empowerment, as well as finances. Because in order for us to move from this level that we are at to the next level, we need to educate ourselves, we need to change, and we need to, we need to act. One of the biggest things that hold most people down is the fact that they don't have enough money. Right? Because you don't have enough money, your self-image is low. We need to raise money, and we need to raise self-image. We are powerful people. Black, white, pink, yellow, it doesn't matter. Raise your money consciousness, raise self-image, and you raise yourself out of poverty. And I love this movement. I've been listening to this for like a week now. Um, I, I spoke last, last week to Dr. Toyin, and I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. I love this. Um, I don't know what else to say, honestly. I'm just, I'm just excited, guys. I'm just excited. Right? Thank you so much. We are very excited to have you. Thank you. Um, so would Auntie Toya, would Dr. Bernadine have any few words to say just before the closing prayer? She's there. Any last few words? Okay. Mm. Is Pastor Eileen with us? Is she still with us? Hi, Deborah. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Lovely. Could we call on you to do the closing prayer? Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for inviting me to do that. Thank you so much. Good evening, everybody. Lovely to take this opportunity to do the closing prayer this evening. So please let us take a still moment and um, close our eyes and still our hearts and our minds. And, you know, let the power of the Holy Spirit be with us at this moment in time. Heavenly and most gracious Father, we thank you. We thank you so much for this amazing and food for thought, inspiring talk given by your son, Raphael, this evening. We just thank you, Lord, for him. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege that under the circumstances that we're all in, that we are still able to gather together and be enriched by Raphael's knowledge. 
We pray, Lord, you continue to fill him with the spirit of wisdom, a generosity of spirit, but most importantly, Lord, a heart to give, a heart to share, and offer his knowledge in a loving and helpful way. We just thank you, Lord, that he has done that for us today. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to bless him. Bless him, Lord, develop him, keep him protected, and keep him on the right path that just leads directly to you, Lord, in your mercy. Hear this prayer. Dear Lord, our comforter and our redeemer, thank you for Yakin Kay. Thank you, Lord, for Dr. Toyin, for her commitment to keeping Yakin Kay going and the fact that she's doing it for the good of others, Lord. We just pray that you continue to keep us strong in this endeavor to help young people in particular, to help them, to support them, to help them to realize their dreams, to keep them believing that they too have a future filled with prospects, Lord, that they too can be successful in whatever they're doing. Keep our young people inspired, enable them to have the will, Lord, to have the zest for life, to succeed, and most of all, to have a heart of gratitude. We pray for all those who have gone to glory, Lord, because we know not all our young people that could have been with us today are here. We just pray for those grieving their losses. Bless them, Lord, bless their hearts. Comfort them, bring them peace, bring them love, bring them healing to their situation, to touch them, Lord, with the power of your love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Father of all mercies, Father of all fathers, thank you for everyone, each and every one on this platform today, and especially those who are joining us from outside the UK. Lord, you've heard them, Lord, especially Christopher, who's going to be giving us a wonderful talk. We can see, we can just feel the, the spirit, Lord, that he had brought on this platform today. So we just feel inspired to look forward to that day when we hear what he has to bring to us. So thank you, Lord, for all those who have joined us and especially those from outside of the UK. And during this time, as we just offer up a bit of silence, um, and in that silence, Lord, I just pray everyone can bring to you, Lord, what's in their heart, what's in their minds, um, a prayer, prayer for someone, a prayer for concern. So we just give just a moment of silence for each and every one to bring concerns to you. So Lord, you know each and every one, you know each and every one of your children here on this platform, you know their needs, you know their concerns. And I place each and every one of them into your hands, Lord. Bless them, bless their hearts. Give them their heart's desire, Lord, according to your will. We pray all have been richly blessed by what they've heard today. And that during this time, Lord, that you have moved them in some way or another closer to you. We pray all will leave today in peace, in love, in service to you, Lord. Bless them with your Holy Spirit along their way. And we thank you, Lord, for that promise, that promise of your salvation to eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much, Eileen, for that beautiful prayer. Thank you. Um, before everyone goes, I just want to say thank you for joining us once again. Um, follow us on Twitter and on YouTube. We are at Yak and K on YouTube and at Yak and K official on Twitter. But um, have a great day. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Deborah, Raphael, well done. Well, well, well done. Well, well done. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can eat. Oh, man. Queen Rebecca. <laughs> you were amazing. I'm, I'm showing my face. Sorry, Why not? I'm going to be hiding my face today. Well done to Raphael. Sorry, did I get your name right? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Well done. You know who you are.